Hello and welcome to 110 Yards. I'm Coach Aaron Page, a Canadian coaching American football in Denmark. Uh, today I have with me Junior Conate. He's a uh, CFL Global uh, prospect uh, playing out of Denmark. How are you today, Junior? Yeah, I'm, I'm great, thanks. Nice. Uh, so you enjoying the snow? Did you guys have snow down there in Copenhagen uh, like we had here? Yeah, we had a little bit, but it wasn't that bad. Nice. Luckily nice. for me. Reminds me of Canada. Okay, so um, you had an opportunity to attend the CFL Global Combine. A lot of people don't really know what that's all about, but basically the CFL had gone over to various countries in Europe and uh, in Japan to look for international players to occupy a roster spot for people outside of North America. Uh, where did you attend the the combine, and how did you get an invite, and and what was it all like? Oh, it was actually uh, back. Uh, it was actually last year. Um, I didn't really play uh, the the two thousand and nineteen season. Um, I had some, uh, I wouldn't say personal issues, but I had some things I need to fix to 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 clear up my head. So uh, I didn't really play. Uh, so I didn't really expect an invite. Um, but luckily for me, I got one. Uh, they had a camp at the Hafnerhallen in Copenhagen uh, with some Danish players, uh, a little bit Germany, Finnish, and Swedish players. Um, it was back in 2020, March. Um, I actually got my invite a bit late. Uh, might have something to do with, I didn't really play that season. Uh, but luckily for me, the coaches knew me and, and knew what I could bring to the table. So I got an invite um, and I just tried to do my best. Um, I didn't prepare that much for the combine, unfortunately for me. Um, so uh, a lot, many of the drills I haven't really tried before. So um, I just tried to do my best and luckily for me, I did good. Uh, and I just got an invite. Um, so actually I should have been in Canada oh, uh, one month later, but the Corona hit and all that stuff. and. So I just got, I just wrapped around my head and think, okay, this is a big opportunity. And I knew like, uh, worst case scenario, uh, it would all be postponed to next year. So in my head, that was perfect. I just had 12 extra months to prepare. So I just went back to grind mode, uh, hooked up with a couple of friends and we just uh, got back to work. Yeah, I see you, you know, posting social media, you're working with uh, Calvin Stitt quite a bit. And um... yes, sir. So at the combine, what what type of valuations were they doing, and and what type of players were they after, like a specific player position, or was it sort of a mix of everyone, O line, D line, running backs, receivers, any uh, it quarterbacks? Was a mix of everything. Yeah, nah, we had some O line, D line people. We had some receivers, running backs, uh, DBs. Uh, but I don't think we had any quarterbacks. Uh, we might have had one. I don't really remember. Um, but we had a lot. A lot of different guys. Um, we had a quick introduction, um, 45, one hour, where they uh, talked about the contract, um, the whole setup, and why they're doing this. And um, they said that they would uh, at least bring one guy um, each place, right? Um, but I actually bring, they actually uh, invited two guys, me and one Finnish dude. So, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and so what uh, position did, were they expecting you to maybe uh, take a crack at when you when you would get to Canada uh, based on your performance at the combine? Um, I, I I was playing running back. Uh, we had like specific drills for each position, um, and I was signed up as a running back. 
Uh, I was kind of undersized at that time. Um, they wanted like wanted bags to be uh, around uh, 97 kilos and I was 90 kilo at that time. Um, so I was quite undersized. I mean, like at least seven kilos. So uh, yeah, just try to do my best. Um, and you I put on that weight. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I was, um, I was actually close to attend the, uh, the white receiver camp because of my size. I was like, man, fuck it. I just got to do my best. So, yeah, I hear yeah. you. And for those uh, that need the conversion, 97 kilos is around 213, 215. So that's, that's not a, a lightweight by any means. And that's a lot of size to put on, especially when it's, you know, I, I, I can't speak for, for you, but like a guy like myself, I just, it's hard for me to put on good weight, if that makes sense. And exactly, exactly. It takes exactly. a lot of work. Um, so, I'll backtrack a little bit here. Coming up in in Denmark, how'd you get your start with American football? And uh, you know what what sort of drew you to the game? You know, being in a country like Denmark, where it's not maybe the most popular sport, it's mm -hmm. it's more of a niche. Mm. Um, I actually started pretty late. Um, I was technically eighteen at the time, but I was a pretty skinny dude, so I wanted to put up some weight before I started playing football. Um, so when I was around 18 years old, I started working out for a year, uh, some kind of preparation to the sport. Um, but I actually knew a guy back then, uh, he played youth in Copenhagen Towers. Uh, you, uh, I think he was 14, 15 at that time. Uh, he was a pretty good running back. Uh, so he talked about American football and stuff like that. And it sounded pretty interesting. Um, so he got me into the game and stuff like that. And he introduced me to the command towers, said, hey, if you want to play, uh, play at that club. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, so I put on some weight and around 18, 19-ish, I think I had my first practice. And that was pretty awesome. So did you attend the game before you started playing? Did you see what it was all about? Because for me, uh, I was probably 12 years old. Uh, my friend, a good friend of mine, Andrew Delion, was playing. And he said, man, we got our championship game come check it out. And I went and watched and uh, that night I couldn't sleep. I was in bed. I was like, mom, I got to play this game. So I think it's pretty cool that you just did, you know, you didn't, you had that sort of experience, but at your first practice, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was that like getting into the game and sort of, because here's my take on it. Whenever I get a new guy in Europe to come to a practice, it's always like, you know, information fed through a huge fire hose. There's so many rules. There's so many things. And you think, oh, I just want to get the ball and run, but it's not that easy. There's, you know, plays and positions and you, and then yeah, you're ta yeah. they're talking about gaps and they're talking about techniques. Yeah. So how did you get over that hurdle when you first started with the sport? Um, I mean, I had the basics uh, because I used to play Madden. Um, so I knew everything about first down, second down, third down, and stuff like that. But uh, all the stuff about gaps and uh, positions and, and stuff like that, I didn't know nothing about it. So when I came to my first practice, I was kind of shocked. I didn't know that there were so many details about the game, um, so many steps, so many things you, you, you need to learn, um, uh, different, different information and stuff like that. So um, I just took one, one thing at a time. Um, trying to learn like how to uh, open white and, uh, and, and, and just the basic stuff about, about being a running back. Um, I actually didn't know anything about gaps until 
two or three years later, I started playing because okay. cause, cause I need to take it slow. You know, there were so yeah. many things I had to learn. So I was like, okay, one step at a time, right? So right. Uh, yeah, I just went that way. Yeah. And so, okay. Uh, now coming back to the combine, you're talking with the coaches, you know, you finally get the invite. Was it to a specific team or was it the invite to come to Canada and then kind of do it all over again? What's, what's, what's the next step for you when you eventually do go to Canada? Yes. Um, it was a straight invite to uh, Toronto, uh, another combine uh, with all the players they have gathered around all around the world. Um, so we technically, sh technically should do it again. And with all the drills and we get an opportunity to talk with each team get, uh, and uh, had the medic check. I don't know what, what we have to do around uh, the medic check, but again, yeah, I guess it's the basics. Medical assessment. Uh, yeah, but um, um, the whole the whole thing is around, I think it's five to seven days. Uh, well, we're, we're like each day we do a different kind of combine. Um, and I guess like the late days is interviews with, with the, the different teams and then we got the big draft uh, at the end of the day nice and i imagine uh, a big part of your guys role when they do sign a few of the internationals will be uh you know your position yeah that's one but i imagine mostly on the special team side of things just to get integrated with the game and as we talked about learning the rules of american football i'm sure you've come to realize that canadian football is played a little bit differently yeah. and i've yeah, talked about that quite yeah. a bit on the on this podcast and then you know, I hate I hate to keep coming back to it, but it's interesting, and I want to hear your your take on what you think of of the rules and and something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's pretty interesting. Um, to me, as a running back, I don't feel like it's that different. I need obvious, obviously, I need to pass protect a little bit more and be able to catch the ball out of backfield. Uh, makes sense, um, but. It was actually pretty easy to catch up to all the different rules in Canada uh, for me personally. Um, it's interesting that they had, that they had like twelve players on the field and only three downs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't feel like it's that different, if it makes sense. Yeah, I I agree, and be, mostly because I I've I grew up with that game and and now work with the American rules. But yeah. you're right, I think, and especially at the running back position, certain things make your life easier, being able to motion towards the line. You know, if you have to pass protect you and they're like, just as an example, there's a guy, you know, threatening one of the gaps. You can you can sort of cheat up a bit early, you know, depending on the scheme and what have you. And so have have any teams specifically reached out to you in advance of this and, and spoken with you? And, it, you know, you can. You can say who, and if not, uh, if you're if you're not not allowed to, I understand, but uh, we'd be interested in hearing that. Of course, um, I will not name uh, any team, but like um, some team uh, which out to me back in July, August last year, um, and we just had a quick interview uh, for Zoom. Uh, they just want to know the basics, a little bit about me and and stuff. So it was mm -hmm. pretty nice um yeah that's it that's it okay and but that's fair we didn't really know um uh, when we were allowed to come to canada because of the, the whole corona thing so um yeah it was just the basic stuff then really uh, nothing special yeah and um so you had you played for the towers you mentioned that but you also got to represent denmark at the national level and so yes, what was that like international play and 
you know, getting to wear, you know, the Danish uniform and represent Denmark uh, on, on a national scale, like what, how did that feel? And, and what was it like playing in those games? That was special. Nothing about it. That was special. Um, first time I had the opportunity to represent my country was back in uh, 2018 to the European Championships in Finland. Um, and that was just like a big opportunity. It was like the first time Denmark had uh, competed at the, at the highest level. Um, so, of course, we want to perform good, but I mean, to have the opportunity to represent the country is just just a special feeling. You can't really describe it. Um, to put up the uh, the, uh, the national colors and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it was a special feeling, even though we didn't win a game back in 2018, <laughs> but it was so special, so special. Yeah, and you come from a storied uh, franchise too with the Towers, you know, having uh, been involved in the National League. Um, are you going to continue with them uh, this spring or are you sort of on hold, you know, based on going to Toronto and maybe don't want to get hurt before that or, or, or are you going to, you know, get some reps in this spring? Um, I will definitely attend practice because uh, I don't feel you can like, uh, I mean, football shape, that's something different. You can't really practice your football shape. You need to play football, you know? So I will definitely uh, be practicing with the team, but I don't know if I want to, if I'm about to play any game. Uh, I believe it's kind of whiskey. Uh, especially with this opportunity. So I just uh, focus on my training with Kelvin Stipp. And um, if we are allowed to uh, start training again with all the corona stuff, I will definitely attend it. Uh, but I will not play any games. Yeah, and what's it like to have a guy like Calvin uh, in your corner to help you, you know, get prepared for something like this? And, you know, him having played in Germany, I, I had the opportunity to watch him play in uh, mm. Algo when he was with them. Um, and then, uh, I was excited to find out that he was here, uh, you know, and now he's, uh, with the demons, but what's it like to have a guy like that, you know, helping you get ready? It's a big opportunity. Uh, back in August last year, um, actually Desmond Cooper reached out to me, uh, cause he knew I was about to go to Canada and he offered me to, um, show me how to work out like an athlete. Cause I used to work out like a uh, power lift, if it makes sense. I didn't really know, know all about those specific athlete drills and stuff like that. So he, so that was a big opportunity for me. So I teamed up with Desmond Cooper and Kelvin Stipp. And um, that work that I've done for me, that's, that's just, that's just big. Uh, uh, it's great to have a supporting cast like, like those people, especially people who, has, who have made it already um, and know about the game, know what it takes. And know, know all about those small, fine details. Um, so it's just it's just a great opportunity uh, to link up with guys like, guys like Kelvin Stead and uh, Desmond Cooper. Definitely. Yeah, Desmond Cooper, he, uh, he former, you know, I, I believe uh, he was with the Jaguars for a, a little while. And um, yeah, so that's another uh, awesome influence to have on you. And, and he knows the ins and outs of professional football. Um, so if, let's say, you know, barring... Uh, a strange circumstance where you don't make the cut in Canada. Have you thought about potentially becoming sort of one of the European imports and maybe playing elsewhere outside of Denmark after the fact, or are you going to stick around home and, and just, you know, carry on with the towers because there's a lot of opportunities and guys like you who have European passports who are, you know, clearly being invited to the CFL uh, have a valuable skill set. So 
I'm sure there's opportunities for you to play in Germany, Finland, you know, in those, in those upper echelon leagues. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, to be honest with you, I'm just, I'm only focused on the CFL combine. Um, and uh, I'll do whatever it takes to make it. Um, so it's hard for me to say what I would do if I don't make it, because in my mind, I will, uh, I don't think like that, if it makes sense. Yes. Um, so right now I'm, I'm like only focused on the combine. Um, and when it's done, I'll take it from there. That, that's fair. And you know what? I'll admit that it was kind of unfair to me to, to ask you to think about if you don't make it. No, it's all good. It's all when good. When you're, it's when you're, good. when you're on that mode, like, uh, but as an athlete, uh, I understand you're on that mode. You're not thinking about plan B. You, plan A is plan B, you know? So exactly, exactly. I can respect that. And, um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I think it's great. I think it's great what the CFL is doing. Did you ever, you know, uh, think that you'd have an opportunity like this to go to, go to the CFL, you know, cause it seemed kind of just came out of left field though, at the same time with all of a sudden they were in, in Copenhagen running a combine. So, you know, was it sort of like a, like a dream come true to have this opportunity? Well, um, when I started playing football back in the day, uh, my goal is always to get to the highest level as possible. And um, so, but it's pretty tough when you play in Denmark and it's pretty tough when you don't even know about the sport when you're 19. Um, so I just try to do my best, uh, get in the best shape possible. Um, and I will kind of take like step for step, right? Um, and when the CFL opportunity came, I was like, damn, right on time, you know? So I was like, okay, cool. Let's go get it. Um, so it was kind of a perfect timing for me personally, because I, because I finally believed I was, um, at the right weight at, and, and I knew enough about the game. Um, and I had like the experience to take it further. So, um, for me, it was just like perfect timing. Um, and with all this Corona stuff, um, it actually fitted me pretty, pretty good. Cause as I said, I was like seven kilos behind at the combine. So yeah. when I all of a sudden get like 12 extra month to just like gain, gain weight and train as an athlete instead of a power lift, that was just perfect for me. Um, so like the last two years just be perfect, perfect timing. So, uh, I just need to execute. Yeah. And does the uh, speed of the game uh, worry you in, in a sense that with the way they play in Denmark, like maybe a little bit of a wake up call going to Canada and one of the, if you, if you go to one of the mini camps or what have you, you know, do you feel like this time, like, like you've been mentioning has given you the time to prepare to, to be ready to go sort of 100, 110% against like the top athletes in the Canadian league? Definitely. Definitely. Um let's just say for the argument's sake that Corona didn't happen and I was in Toronto last year instead of this year, um, then my mindset would have been like totally different because I wouldn't feel like I was in, um, I was in, I would be in my best shape. Um, and I don't feel like I would, I would be like big and explosive enough to compete in the league, if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, mm, but right now I feel pretty good. Uh, I feel like I got the right weight, the right explosiveness, and I feel like mentally I'm ready for the league. Uh, I had time enough to like uh, do my 
do my research and uh, read up at the league and um, take a take a take a take a short look about my competition. And I feel ready. I feel pretty ready, actually. Have so, you watched any any of the games, like uh, CFL games, just to get a taste of uh, what it looks like? And yeah, also, definitely, definitely, definitely. with with though with that mentality, you know, about your whole football career, you know, it, it was kind of a blessing in disguise, like you said, the COVID, you get that extra time. But do you look back and kind of think, man, I would kind of wish I would have started this this sport a little bit sooner, uh, or does that yeah, thought ever I, come through? Yeah, yeah. I actually thought about it for a minute, um, and to be honest with you, I actually believe I'm right on time. Um, because football is just a such such a uh, it's just a such a physical sport that I don't believe that me as a fifteen year old kid would be able to um, understand the importance importance of your body and your head and the thing that I've let's just say um, starting play football this late is. In some way, it's pretty good for me because uh, I feel like my body is ready for it. It's it's a fully grown body, if it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I can take the contact. Um, Got that so, man's body now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and you know, as a kid, you don't you don't know the importance of your of your head and concussion and all that kind of stuff. Um, so. For me personally, I think it's pretty good. I started this late. Uh, I was lucky to get the opportunity to 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 uh, show off myself at the, at the CFL combine. Um, not everybody get that opportunity. Um, so for me, I was lucky, um, but it fitted me pretty well. Fitted me pretty well. Nice. You know what? I I I hope for the best for you uh, when you get to Toronto. And just to to finish things off here, I got two kind of small fun questions and. Uh, Take me through your game day prep uh, from morning till kickoff and what, what, what you go through, uh, you know, what you do, certain meal, do you listen to music? What, what's, what's the game day prep in Denmark like for you? Oh, um, it depends. If we play at, we usually play at like 2 p.m. So I would at least be up six hours before the game um, to get ready mentally. And uh, I wake up early, eat my breakfast, do my stretches. I do stretches every day. Uh, it's, it's the first thing I do every morning. Uh, just get loose, you know. Yeah, same here. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And um, then I just, I just try to relax. I try to meditate a little bit. Um, don't think about too many stuff. Um, and I got a special dedicated playlist uh, to my game day. And I just try to get in the zone, stay ready, um, get uh, do all those mental reps. Um, Go on the game plan, uh, watch a little bit of film of the of of, of the enemy team, um, and that's what I do. Usually, what I do. Nice. I like. I I really like that you that you mentioned you you like to meditate because I actually meant to do something uh, at the start of this with you, but I forgot. Um, but it's okay. Um, I was really excited to talk to you, but I I try to when I come into a new scene, like just take a moment to arrive. I learned this from a friend of mine, Brian Burns, um, and it's just three breaths. You know. First, you focus on the breath. Second, you relax the body. And third breath, you ask yourself, what's important now? And I think, you know, something like that or a little small meditation to get yourself focused is, is important. A lot more athletes need to take advantage of. Okay. And finally, I want to know what your favorite play 
for you in football is. And this is not uh, considering like th- this is where everything is lined up. The defense is in the in the exact alignment you you guys want, you know, and everything's perfect. And and this is your play that you're like, hell yeah, give me the rock. So what 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 is it? Oh. <laughs> to, um, I love to run between the between the tackles. Um, yeah. If it's a power one, uh, zone one, it doesn't matter to me. But like between the tackles, when you like get a one on one between the linebackers, I love it, man. I, so, I love the tuck. Yeah, yeah, I just love it, man. Uh, you like, yeah, I can picture it. You know, uh, the Colts running back did it this weekend. I think he. He hit the line. He was up there. He gave the guy a little shimmy. I love when you see the running back kind of disappear, and all of a sudden he's boom. He's at the hash mark sideline touchdown. And that's, I could see you doing that, you know, right now. So awesome, man! I really appreciate you coming on and and uh, doing the podcast. Uh, you know, we'll get you, we'll get you out there, and I think it's a fun thing to put Denmark and show what they're all about here about American definitely, football. Definitely. Cool. Definitely, I really, yeah, I really appreciate it, man. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, take care.